0: I want to explain why I pay a lot of attention to the movie business, Um, even though I don't actually watch uh, a lot of movies. um, I actually pay even more attention to Bollywood than I do to Hollywood. Uh, But again, I don't watch a lot of Bollywood movies either. In fact, I watch probably less Bollywood movies than I do Hollywood. Um, But the filmmaking industry is um, very, very interesting. Um, I'm... You know, I probably only watch like maybe five or six movies um, a year, but um, I'm probably watching something to do with films or with movies or either learning about the technology uh, where movies are concerned or watching interviews with actors um, or or celebrities or things like that um, or something along those lines. Um, I'm probably doing that on a on a regular basis. So technology, the people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But um, like I said, I don't actually watch that many movies. Now the reason why I do this is because, as far as I'm concerned, uh, filmmaking actually has a lot in common with entrepreneurship um, from both sides. So whether it comes to the actual production side, so you know, um, there's a lot of parallels. So somebody that's an executive producer, they have to do very, very similar things to what a CEO does. They have to raise funds for the movie, uh, or they fund the movie. They have to find um, a director. They have to find you know they have to find uh, hire somebody to then you know uh, bring in the 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 cast and so on and so on. And then they have to take responsibility for getting the movie marketed and making sure it turns a profit and so on and so on and and come up with the vision and all those kind of things. Um, That's very similar to what a CEO does in a business. Um, In terms of the parallels, the CEO raises funds one way or another. Um, you know whether it's through investment or th- just directly through through revenue, um, they bring in somebody that will then bring in talent or sort an of HR person and so on. So th- there's a lot of parallels there. You know the executive producers like the CEO, the directors like kind of like the operations manager, or you could say the executive producers like the the board member um, and the the directors like the CEO are similar to that. And then the casting directors like the HR guy in the business, um, and then and so on and so on. So it's very similar in that way. And they have a lot of uh, very similar challenges when it comes to marketing, distribution, branding, uh, raising the funds. A lot of the, the challenges and the dynamics are very, very similar. Um, the industry is different, um, but, you know, the the, the dynamics, um, the challenges that they kind of go through, the parallels are very, very similar. Um, where the actors are concerned, um, it's a lot like freelancing. So the actors, you know, they have a lot of struggle they don't get a lot of work. If you have ever seen Friends, you see Joey he doesn't get a lot of work, but he gets the odd big break. Uh, freelancers have the same thing going on. Um, people choose to go into like graphics design, uh, freelancing, or um, you know programming, coding freelancing, or a lot of entrepreneurs kind of starting a freelancing kind of career. And what you find is that they then have this question about: Should I just go and get an average job? Or a two, you know, part time job, or or should I do this? Should I do a full time job, but then try and do the acting on the side, or should I try and do the freelancing on the side? And then it becomes a major challenge. So, those kind of challenges that they have are very similar. Like, you know, they'll have their families that will be saying, you know, it's too much of a risky career, whether it's freelancing or whether it's acting. And very few people really believe in them, but the people, this kind of close circle that they have really believes in them and really understands the challenges that they're going through and then when they make it big it you know it's a very big deal and everybody's like oh yeah I always believed in you Um, and I knew you were always going to make it kind of thing. I actually saw this um, actress this morning on Twitter saying um, she was thinking of going back to uh, a full time job because it's you know the acting thing is really hard Um, and she's thinking of just giving the acting a rest for a while i mean you, you get a lot of freelancers that go through the same thing they'll, they'll say that quite regularly because the, the the work isn't coming in or they're worried that it's not going to come in and they can't hold down a full-time job and, and do the freelancing at the same time because you know people want to see you if you're except especially when you're acting for example you know the casting auditions they, they take place during the day there's all there's a whole host of other stuff that's going to take place around it you've got to memorize your lines and you got to get your showreel together and, and all that kind of stuff so many many parallels uh there but uh the reason why uh i pay a lot of interest in it in it is because the movie industry is actually a lot more mature in a lot of ways than uh than entrepreneurship in some ways it isn't in a lot of ways uh in some ways it is um but the other thing is where the entrepreneurship um uh field is concerned when you have entrepreneurs that talk about their struggle and stuff, they generally won't talk about it as much because they worry about things like share price, they worry about what people are going to say about their product, so on and so on um and also um a lot of entrepreneurs when they talk about their uh, their business or the struggle they've gone through, a lot of that is actually uh quite intricately intricately linked to their marketing as well, so they have to be quite careful about what they say they're not necessarily going to going to um be so transparent about what's being what's been going on with them the challenges that they have and so on they might talk about it 20 years later but they won't talk about it like oh this is what happened with me six months ago kind of thing it's actually not that common everybody's very guarded there's a whole kind of dynamics that kind of take place especially like in places like silicon valley a lot of stuff just doesn't come out because yeah you know it if it comes out then it can affect investment and it can affect the product and so on and so on whereas Movies don't generally have that as much. It, you know, once the movie is made and it's out in the cinema, whatever's going on behind the scenes, a lot of the times, if it's bad public bad publicity, it can actually play into um, uh, gen- generating further hype for the movie and so on. Anyway, unless it's kind of like a Me Too thing, um, but generally it can, it can probably help. So there's not as much guardedness that's required, um, or things aren't kept as closely to the chest. But at the same time, um, the Hollywood industry, because it's so mature, it's so big and it has so much glamour, a lot of things then get hidden behind uh, a lot of the glamour and stuff. So there's not as much transparency um, as there should be. Now, this is where Bollywood is actually very, very interesting because Bollywood has an industry that's relatively mature. It's still it's infant compared to Hollywood. But generally speaking, as far as the industry is concerned, I mean, I think India was actually the first movie industry anyway, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. As she came along before Hollywood came along, uh, the first uh, movie production, I think, was done actually like some Mughal or some Muslim. Um, uh, and it was done in India. So Bollywood's actually been around a lot longer. Um, so it's relatively mature. Um, the actors have a lot of reach. Um, they have a global appeal and so on, but the key difference between uh, Bollywood and and Hollywood is that there's a lot more transparency. Um, the actors in in Bollywood, the directors, the producers, there's a lot more access to them just because of the the way that the media setup is. So they they there's a lot more that gets explained, that gets shared. You know, some director will say, "I tried casting this guy and it didn't work, so then I went to this guy," and then the actor will be like. Well, I wanted to work on it, but I, but I couldn't work on this movie because of this reason. Now I had this challenge, or this was was going on with my wife, or I had kids, or you know all this kind of stuff. It's a lot more raw, so there's a lot more information that's shared. And if you're not following it or watching it because of just because of the celebrity gossip, there, there's a lot that you can learn by reading between the lines and sometimes you don't even have to read between the lines it's it's actually explained just just straight up but um i remember the first time it actually piqued my interest was um i was watching a show and some uh producer was uh on the show i i don't think he's a well-known producer and he was on some bollywood um talk show and he was talking about how um their business had really suffered because uh, of piracy Uh, like every time that they would release a movie um, even though the movie would do really well at, at the box office or reasonably well, well at the box office, they lost a lot to piracy, and he explained how they went through this whole process of trying to figure out where is the leak actually occurring. is it um uh, when the movie is being made? is it um uh, in the cinema you know where is it actually taking place? And what they discovered was in a lot of the cinema halls um the uh, somebody would walk in somebody would like strike a deal with the projector the projectionist. Um, you know, who's playing the movie and stuff, walk in, uh, grab the, the the can, I think it's called for the movie, copy the movie and then walk away and have a, a very high quality movie and then leak it online, right, like on a torrent site or something like that. And so they actually had to address that concern. I mean, America had the same problem as well. But believe it or not, this problem was actually solved in India before it was solved in America. And this guy was explaining how they created um, uh, encryption, encrypted hard drives that they would then deliver to the projectionist. And the projectionist would have like some sort of encryption key or something. And so even if the hard drive got stolen from from the cinema, um, and even though it contained the movie on there, you couldn't actually go and plug it into another computer and actually pull the, um, pull the movie off. It just wouldn't work because it was like a very clever encryption system. And then they actually sold that technology um, to America. And then it actually got introduced into Hollywood and stuff, if if the producer is to be believed. But um, that's what I remember anyway. I think I'm recalling that correctly. But that's what happened. And I I found that really, really interesting. I thought it was really, really fascinating because he was just sharing it all. Whereas I don't think it would get shared in the same way uh, in America. You know, you might read some article about it in like, vice or new york times magazine like three years down the line but it would probably have some sort of pr spin on it as well afterwards and a lot of like the the useful insight kind of gets subtracted away um so you know and then afterwards i started watching it more and more and i saw some of these like really major bollywood actors talking about how it is that this how they choose films what kind of process they go through to choose the film and why and that how that kind of guarantees um, uh, the success of the movie, like um, Amir Khan is a really interesting guy to kind of follow because he talks about, uh, he'll only work on a movie where he kind of, where it settles with his heart. And it's a really interesting, it's really interesting to hear him say that because a lot of freelancers who are not actors will take on gigs that they don't, their heart isn't really inclined towards it, but they'll still take the gig on because they need the money and then they, it will kind of backfire on them anyway. And a lot of actors will take on a movie because they need they need the money or they need the gig. And then it ends up backfiring on them and it actually ends up derailing their career because the movie doesn't do, do too well or, you know, because their heart's not inclined towards it, they don't they may or may not do such a good job in terms of the acting, or they're just not as invested, so they don't have a good time with the director, or whatever. And it just the movie just doesn't go the way they needed it to go. And it can actually end up derailing their career. And they they kind of think that they should um work on a movie that their heart is inclined towards, but they just don't do it for whatever reason because kind of fear kicks in and stuff. But you actually find that the more successful actor is uh, is doing that, and that's kind of his thought process uh, behind it. And then they'll talk about their, their craft in terms of their acting and and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's really, really interesting. There's so much useful insight there, and there's so much to kind of draw parallels from um, uh, into uh, our own lives because these guys are working at a much bigger scale. You know, the, the movies are doing... Uh, 100 million at the box office, and the actors are getting paid 2 million, 5 million, 20 million, and so on. And the stakes are much, much higher in terms of their careers. And, you know, they're on social media. And um, there's a lot more exposure that they have. But the challenges that they're going through are, are very similar to what the entrepreneur is going through or the freelancer is going through. Um, so you can find a lot of insights if you look for them. If you don't, um, then it's just more gossip. You're, you're just attracting more celebrity gossip and, you know, who's admiring who and who's doing what and and and, and so on and so on. Um, but I'm just interested in it for the craft. Um, and I find it really, really useful for that. Um, if any of you have seen in my post recently, uh, you'll see that, you know, I, I'm not following any celebrity on Instagram. Um, I'm following, I think, two on Twitter. I'm not really interested in them as celebrities in terms of, modeling my life on them what i'm interested in is really their journey um i've seen uh, a couple of um uh um at, you know actors and actresses talk about how they almost gave up acting and then you know a couple of and then they end up doing a, a couple of films like a year later and those completely put them on, on the map and they become a massive a-lister but they'll talk about that journey um and it's actually really inspiring sometimes you know we get this in entrepreneurship all the time um, but it, you don't see that as much in Hollywood, like I said, um, you will see that a lot more in Bollywood and it, it just helps kind of, it just helps you refine your intuition a little bit more. And, um, and the other thing also is that, you know, in terms of like management as well, like, you know, in in Hollywood, especially, um, you know, like, I should to, to kind of backtrack from that, just before I say that, um, like Peter Drucker always said that entrepreneurship is management, like you have to get really, really good at management, if you really want to become a really good entrepreneur. and. Management is really, really important when it comes to movie making, right? You've got, you've got all your uh, production crew to manage. You've got the, um, the cast to manage, the cast and crew to manage. You've got, there's a whole host of stuff that has to be managed. And that's a skill in itself. And a lot of that comes down to the producer and to the director. And it's, you know, a lot of the times it's not just about the talent in itself, like your artistic or your creative talent. A lot of it is about how you actually manage those relationships, uh, how you manage those people. It's people management and how you manage the technology and how you spot opportunities and things. And this is happening at a much bigger scale. If you have, if you look at any of the behind the scenes stuff, on like the Dark Knight movie or the Avengers movie, I mean the scale is just huge, right? I mean we're running our small businesses with like ten staff, twenty staff, thirty staff, um, and, and you know we're getting a couple of products done. But the the level of scale in a Hollywood movie production is is probably like the kind of scale that Apple is or Google is working at. It's massive. And it's actually a lot more dynamic. You'll get like these big production crews that come together, do a week's worth of work, and then completely disband and disappear. disappear. So that, that level of uh, management efficiency is, uh, um, is probably unrivaled. It's, it's, it's right at the forefront. And, and there's actually not enough of that information that's being shared at the moment. I'd love to see a lot more on that. But nobody's really talking about that craft as much as they probably could or should. Um, like I said, you know, when they do these interviews like with Vanity Fair and Vogue and all this, it's kind of more kind of the focus is a bit more on the celebrity appeal of it all, not so much on the craft. Um, but there are people that are starting to talk about the craft. I, definitely on the technology side, like the camera equipment that's being used and the and the VFX and all this kind of stuff. there's not as much stuff being talked about, like the people management. But I really think it's only a matter of time. Um, and then you can kind of, you know, dive into that and, and pull something out of it and apply, actually apply it into your own business. And this is also why I'm interested in getting into the movie making business, because I feel like, you know, when you make movies, you they, they deliver a message. So it's a very good way of getting a message out there or, or kind of starting a movement or affecting a movement. And a lot of the skills from entrepreneurship are transferable anyway. Um, it's quite funny, really, because you see a lot of people who are in the movie business, they don't feel like... What they're doing is uh, entrepreneurial. They just think what they're doing is, uh, you know, production related or creativity related. Um, so they kind of don't see the entrepreneurial aspects of it so much. So they kind of need entrepreneur. They need entrepreneurial help, but they don't want it, so to speak. They they don't. They know they need it, but they don't realize they want it. Uh, sorry, they know they don't know they want it, but they don't realize they need it. Um, and in the entrepreneurial space. Um, they kind of see themselves as entrepreneurs, and they don't kind of re- they, they don't they need more creativity, and they don't realize they need it. And that creativity is kind of in the in the movie space, and they don't realize that they could benefit from that. So those two things, if they were to come together, you can kind of re- if you're an entrepreneur, you can kind of refine your creativity and 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 the intuition and stuff. And if you're in the in the movie business and you blend from entrepreneurship, you kind of kind of refine like the the financial acumen and and you know, the business acumen and those kind of things as well. So it actually goes very well together. So I've been making a a lot of friends kind of in the uh, in the in the movie making businesses because just because of the the parallels of it all. Um, and I would definitely encourage you to do the same thing. Definitely, uh, like I said, like Bollywood is a lot more accessible if you want those insights, but you do have to read between the lines. Um, and I would definitely encourage you to do it, not for the celebrity appeal of it, but because of uh, the insights that are available uh, and the inspiration that you can get from it. Assalamu Alaikum.